Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Just wanted to jump on here and say good morning to all of you listening in today. And uh, we're going to sit here and hang out for just a second. Let folks join us. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. And uh, looking forward to a new year. 2020 has been something else for all of us, I think. But, you know, more things, good things coming, I guess. Uh, you can't go through something like this and not grow into another way. So that's uh, the good thing. But I, I do really appreciate you listening in this morning. And Red Rock Media Productions brings you connections with Anita Live every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. And I appreciate all my podcast listeners out there. want you to know that I see you listening and that uh, inspires me to do more shows. Also to our watchers on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell so you know when we have a new video out. Uh, and also our Facebook friends. We, we really appreciate you for hanging in there and patiently waiting. Mm -hmm. uh, we have five, about 4,000 of you out there and uh, we really appreciate that. And thank you for sharing us with your friends and family. It means a lot. Uh, since the coronavirus, you know, many businesses have had to shut down and it, it just really broke my heart. Mm -hmm. And people are still struggling and trying to make it through. So some of, uh, uh, you know, some of us have had to improvise and continue on. And uh, I want to serve my community and that, that community could be worldwide. And uh, we have touched the world, which is amazing. Um, we're going to just... Uh, you know, go along with the flow, I guess. And uh, it dawned on me the reason that my show, uh, Business Connections with Anita, did so well is because you folks like to hear what I have to say. So I thought, mm, with a little nudging, you know, from the friends and everything, uh, I would come back on today. And, uh, you know, my peeps rock. That's what I have to say. Um, they keep me in their prayers and keep lifting me up and just kind of encouraging me to come on here and uh, just talk to you guys. I miss you so much. It's been months. And I am Anita Foster, your host this morning. And I have a great show for you today. Please leave us a review or leave us a comment and we'll uh, try and get you answered. If I don't get you answered while I'm live on air here, I will definitely hook up with you afterwards and uh, answer your questions or anything you want to chat about. And um, we're just going to change the format a little bit. Um, I want to I have more interaction with you folks. So we're going to do some bizarre news stories. I'm going to help. I'm still going to help businesses or organizations that need help and want to come on with me. Um, I'm willing to do that. So if there's anybody out there listening and you want to promote your business or a special talent you have or anything, just let me know and we'll hook you up and get you on here live. And um, what else was I going to say? We're going to do that. I'm going to have some recipes. Um, I know some people that really like some of the things that I have made for them. So I thought I would share some recipes since most of us are cooking at home more now. And um, we'll see what comes out of that. Today's recipe is going to be my nachos. And I don't make them like everybody else. And they're pretty good. So 
we'll be going over that a little bit later. We're going to discuss my friends that I have that need help um, with health issues. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit. And of course, we never can forget Willow Bill, right? He's getting ready to uh, pick up those reindeer along 395 from Border Town to Topaz Lake. And there's a big display on the lawn down at the legislature in Carson City. So if you have a chance to get by there and take a look, that would be super. Because those kids worked really hard on that and it's signed by our students in our communities. And we know that they're struggling with this long distance learning thing. But, you know, I was telling Mario the other day, I don't know if I really, I understand the social part of it, about going to school and doing certain things and following the rules and all that stuff. But what was I going to say? It just flew right out. I was looking at that beautiful snow on the mountain. Um, but the kids have been handed a phone since they were infants. So technology is not a new thing for them. Some will struggle, yes. Not everybody's tech savvy. But I think most of them already know their way around the internet and how to get their homework done. So um, I think it's a, a place that we kind of will see grow in the future. Um, since this started, we haven't had the, the school mass shootings that we've had in the past and different things. And I can see it where kids don't want to go back to school, especially the ones that are being bullied. And it doesn't, you know, and that's another thing. You don't have to be a kid in a school to be bullied. You can be bullied as an adult in a workplace. Um, and that's like the lowest, if you ask me adults acting like children and uh, poking fun at people and doing different things. But anyways, I've had enough of that in my life. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about this story I came across. When I first met my boyfriend, Mario, uh, he worked at a sewage plant. And that was east of Reno a little bit. And Boy, when you go to drop him off at work or something, the smell was so overwhelming at the sewage plant. Well, here in Alabama, I found this bizarre news story, and I thought I'd share it with you guys. Unbelievable what people do. Um, an anonymous tip led the authorities in Alabama, I think it was Rainsville, Alabama, to a water sewage plant that was hiding distillery equipment and making illegal wine. Among the discoveries were buckets of wine and fermenting shelving. I really don't know what these people were thinking. I mean, you have to be completely sanitary when you're preparing food or drink or anything for the human race, you know, and then to be doing it in a sewage plant, ugh. Was disgusting when I thought about that. Um, I can't even fathom producing wine in a place like that. What are your thoughts about this bizarre news story? Leave us a comment on our Facebook and uh, we'd love to read that from you. Moonshine was a staple in Alabama. Um, and then they eventually outlawed due to the, you know, prohibition and its potency and things like that. 
Authorities conducted raids and illegal moonshine supplies and production tools. In 1915, the prohibition was mandated throughout the state five years before it became a federal law. We know from history that the ban on alcohol only fueled unlawful exchange of alcohol across the state and the country. After the prohibition ended, and alcohol sales remained illegal in Alabama for four years. Forbidden alcohol manufacturers wanted to keep sales off the books so that they could cheat on their taxes. Their interests surprisingly aligned with the Southern preachers who supported the underground trade because it kept alcohol away from the mainstream public. If you want to read more about this bizarre news story, I'm going to add the link after I get off air today, uh, along with some other links that I have that I'm discussing today. So, yeah, wine in a sewage plant. Don't think that should be happening. So they, they're in big trouble there. Um, I want to talk to you about New Year's. Um, you know, we always want a new clean slate and to keep going and, um, you know, we start thinking about where, where is this year going to take us? You know, so much uncertainty right now. Um, but we hope for the best every year. You know, we want to wipe our slate clean, maybe make some health changes in our life or go on a vacation that we've never done or something like that. And I thought I'd uh, go over a few different, um, traditions that I found and uh, it's coming up so quick here in a couple days when we say goodbye to 2020 and welcome 2021 there are different ways people um, celebrate so I thought it would be fun to choose some of those and tell you about them every culture has its own ways to ring in the lucky new year it's said that anyone who makes black-eyed peas Pork and rice on January 1st will experience luck and peace for the rest of the year. And maybe prosperity, too, according to history.com. Fish is considered another New Year's entree, since fish only swim in one direction, forward, like the movement of time. That's an interesting thought. You know, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and... Uh, we were talking about pennies from heaven because sometimes I find pennies in weird <laughs> places. And to me, that's my dad communicating to me from heaven. And uh, I said, most people would walk past that penny and think oh, it's just one cent. I'm not going to stoop down to pick that up. And I said, people walk past free money all the time. I pick it up and then I keep it in a special jar um, when I find pennies that are in a, or feathers too, feathers are another thing that I find all the time in weird places. But I thought that was interesting that, you know, so many of us just walk right past a penny because we don't think it has any value. But you add each penny up and it becomes a value, right? So I just kind of wanted to share that point of view. I have weird thinking, so thought I would share my weird thinking with all of you out there. Um, but every culture has its own way of ringing it in. And it's said that anyone makes these dishes um, 
it could lead to good luck for your new year. Now in Brazil, I have a friend down there in Brazil, um, Rodrigo, and uh, I wonder, I was going to contact him and see if they really do these uh, traditions down there. It may be just in a certain part of Brazil that they do things, um, but they do a couple different things. So like wearing all white for um, luck and peace. Another thing that Brazilians do is uh, at the Rio Copacabana Beach, it's known as the world's mm -hmm. biggest open air party. And they wear white and at the stroke of midnight, they walk into the ocean and jump over seven waves for good luck. I thought that was kind of cool. I wanna know what kind of traditions you folks out there do uh, to bring in the new year and share with us your stories and traditions or rituals or whatever you have. We'd love to hear it. Um, it's also a good time to get that lucky kiss when the stroke of midnight comes, right? New Year's brings thoughts of new beginnings and leaving old habits in the past. It doesn't always get us where we want to be. We will face obstacles for sure in the future as COVID-19 continues to surge in our country. And my thoughts are to keep uh, the dream you have created. It may come a little later than you wanted it to, but you can't control all things. But you can control your burning desire to make your dreams come true. I also wanna, um, I, you know, I've met so many people here in Reno that have good causes, they have great businesses. Um, I've, I've been really humbled by all the people that I've, I met when I was on the air with America Matters. And I wanna continue helping locals because it's so rewarding. And I wanna help others reach their goal. Um, it's, it's satisfying as a broadcaster to know that you can help someone, even if it's clear on the other side of the world. We've done some interviews with uh, Port in Enterprises, which makes um, metal sheeting uh, roofing for um, people over there in Africa. So, you know, we've been blessed to connect with people and help them in their businesses. Um, it really broke my heart when all these businesses had to close and withstand COVID regulations and the cost of all that. Um, when the great recession, recession hit, I had to close my salon because everybody lost their jobs, their homes, everything was going south quick. And it was hard. It was hard to, to decide to make that factor of, do I stay open or do I close? And my, you know, it was like, for me, it was, do I keep my home or do I keep my business? So I had to let the business go and, and uh, pursue other avenues, went back to college, um, took on extra jobs, did whatever I could to get through. Um, but I've never been one to put my, all my eggs in one basket. And what I mean by that is a lot of us right here now through COVID found this out. Um, you put all your effort, your time, you sacrifice your family time, you um, are doing a job you don't really like, 
but it pays the bills. Um, it, I just don't like putting, you know, putting all my effort into one thing because you never know tomorrow you could come and the doors are locked on, on the business and you don't have a job anymore or, and then what are you going to do? I think you always have a backup plan, I guess you should, is what I'm getting at, which I try to do. I have my, I have a lot of different things I do. So, um, I try to tap into all those things and hopefully some good will come out of it for other people because that's what I like to do. I like to help other people. Um, lately life has taken its toll on my health. And, you know, you find out all these things that are wrong with you and you're trying to deal with it and you just have to keep going, I guess, but stress can be very devastating. Um, you know, you, you try and adapt to everything that's going on, but depression sets in and, uh, depression can be hard to get out of. Sometimes we don't recognize it because we get stuck in a rut, right? Everybody's been stuck in a rut and like, I have to get out of this. And when you haven't come out of it in a couple of weeks, that's when you need to really seek um, someone to talk to so you can get these thoughts and things off of your chest and um, get some fresh ideas through someone else's eyes. Um, so high blood pressure, osteoarthritis, <laughs> um, one day at a time. That's all we can do. Um, but I have really, really missed hearing from you guys. And uh, I hope that we can start this relationship over with a new format here and that you enjoy it. Um, we, we started, I think, Red Rock Media Productions uh, started uh, working with Tony Glover and the Power of God documentary. Uh, Tony and I have done a couple interviews, uh, and we look forward to, we're running a little late because of COVID, and uh, so we're working on some things to get the, the rest of the documentary done. I'm putting voices to the video and doing things like that in the meantime, but we have released the video that we've created for Tony and the Power of God, so if you want to check that out, the link will be in um, the comments when I get off air and just kind of let you know where to find that and let me know your thoughts on that. Um, we had a really great time making that video and I am blessed to have him in my life and look forward to uh, many more projects like that. If anybody out there has a documentary they need to get filmed or um, talk about let's get together and uh, make it happen for you and then you'll be placed on our website so um, I see all the comments and the messages coming across I, I thank you for that my voice is a little off today so I'm going to take a little sip of water I have a cough drop in but it's just not it just sounds really rough <laughs> but um since we've been cooking at home, I wanted to share one of my recipes I, that I uh, have just been doing lately. Um, I'm a little of this, little of that kind of person, I guess, when I'm cooking. And uh, so I wanted to share this with you. 
because I'm not always hungry for a big dinner, but something light and easy. Um, probably can prepare this in less than 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. But first I um, lay out my chips, my nacho chips on a, a cookie sheet. And then I preheat the oven. And while the oven's preheating to 275, I go ahead and place my chips in there. Then I start frying my hamburger. And I put either some, I put onion in there and taco, taco seasoning packet, but I do not add the water to the, the taco seasoning packet. And then those um, little uh, packets that you get for taco sauce, um, kind of like your ketchup mustard, but they're taco sauce. Um, sometimes you get extra. So I save those and I use them in my recipes. So like um, for this, I've, I'm frying the hamburger. I got the onion in there, the taco seasoning mix. And then I add three or four of like Jim Boy's taco sauce or Taco Bell or Del Taco or whoever I have on hand at the time. And I thoroughly cook all that. And uh, while that's uh, going on, I chop some fresh onion and I get that ready and get the sour cream out, the jalapenos. I start melting the um, cheese in another saucepan. Uh, you can also add black black beans or refried beans to this recipe. You can use chicken, beef, pork, whatever you like. Um, once everything is completed, I take the chips out of the oven and I let folks start making their own nacho creation. And uh, let me know if you try this recipe. I want to hear your variations on it. And if you uh, found it useful, that would be great. I'm going to be working on a digital cookbook that you'll be able to download for a small fee. And that will be located on our website. And it will be available soon. Um, the website is redrockmedia.online. And uh, for those of you that have been with me for a while, um, you know that I care about people and the things they're going through and they have to face a lot of hardships sometimes. But I have a friend in Indiana, Jake Jimrick. He needs a kidney. We've been announcing this for a year and a half now. He's on dialysis. He's struggling a little, a little bit, mm -hmm. but he has, uh, has high, you know, um, expectations to get on a, he's on the Minnesota and Indiana donor list. And if you could just keep Jake in your thoughts, I'd really appreciate it. He's really exhausted and, um, I just keep thinking and praying for him every single day, hoping that that comes through for him. And I can't even imagine. And then my friend David out there in uh, Dayton, he's been struggling with his transplant that he got. And so if you could keep David in your thoughts and prayers and his dad, Pete, I'd really appreciate that. They've been in and out of the hospitals and different things. Um, if you're interested in being a donor, you can find the questionnaire on our links page on redrockmedia.online. Um, we have all kinds of goodies. You can look at our swag. We have 
a store on there and I'm adding things as I allow um, because of COVID things are limited so we'll just keep plugging away at that and wrapping up today I just want to give a special thank you to all of you out there for listening in this morning and sharing me with your social media friends and family you can like I said you can find the links to today's show in the YouTube comments and the Facebook comments uh, I mean it when I say you guys are the best part of my week. Stay safe and be kind. And we'll see you all next week for another great show. Let me know your thoughts. And if you have anything to say or get out there, let me know. Let's hook up. And I'm willing to take a guest. If you want to be my guest, I can hook you up. So everybody have a great, great day and a very happy new year. And I love you all. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Does your kitchen or bath look like it's stuck in the 70s? Let Creative Handiworks and Design bring your kitchen or bath up to date with the latest trends in 2021. Creative Handiworks and Design saved us money by applying their discount to our materials with their vendor. Be sure to call now to schedule a free quote appointment. It's time to make your house your home. Call Creative Handiworks and Design at 775-378-3319 or email us at liquidstonereno at yahoo.com.